Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Tandia Talks Money. We are focused this week on the home front. We're going to help you navigate the Canadian housing market and help you make the most of your housing situation. As always, I'm your host, Carla, in today's episode, again, like we're not just going to focus on those trying to buy a home. We're going to explore how everything, you know, is revolved around housing. We'll discuss how to get into the Canadian housing market, what you need to know and do, how to pay down your mortgage, and like realistically how to weather the Canadian interest rate market. So, If you're ready to maximize your housing situation, then keep listening and stay on board. Now, I know, first question on everyone's mind is, why has the housing market become so expensive? It's a burning question on everyone's mind. And there are a few reasons behind it. One major factor is, you know, the good old supply and demand game. And I'm not even going to lie. Every time I say supply and demand, it's like I am like going back in time to my grade 12 economics class and watching my teacher talk about supply and demand with his red bow tie. It's true. He did wear a red bow tie. Think about it like this, okay? There are more people who want to buy houses in popular urban areas than there are houses available. So when the demand is high, the supply is low. What happens? Prices shoot up like a rocket. It's like, you know, when everyone wants like the newest like video game console, like do you remember when like PlayStation came out and like everyone like ran to go get them or like Beanie Babies and like people stood in line for those. But like when there are only a few in stock, people are willing to pay a premium to get their hands on it. Now, one significant contributor to the housing market imbalance is the limited supply of homes, right? So supply and demand. The construction industry has struggled to keep pace with growing demand for housing, resulting in a shortage of available properties in many regions. Now, think about it. The shortage can be attributed to various factors such as, you know, regulatory constraints, labor shortages, limited land availability for new construction, And as a result, the supply of homes has failed to meet the needs of the expanding population in your area. Now, additionally, we as millennials are seeing that the super senior demographic consisting of the aging baby boomer generation plays a crucial role in the current housing market dynamics. Now, it's funny because like I remember like growing up and people are like, oh, oh, the boomers, we're going to have a major issue with the baby boomer generation. So as this generation moves into retirement, they are, you know, retirees are often seeking to downsize their homes or transition into a more age appropriate housing options, such as assisted living communities or adult communities. However, The supply of suitable housing for this demographic has struggled to keep up with the demand, creating competition for available properties. Now, this baby boomer generation is known, they are known for the sizable population, has further intensified the supply and demand situation for, you know, us. 
that a significant portion of this generation reaching retirement age, there is a surge in demand for downsizing or retirement housing options. The resulting competition for a limited supply of homes has led to an increased prices and bidding warms for us, making it more challenging for the first time home buyers or individuals with limited budgets to enter the market. So thank you. The current supply and demand situation in the housing market can be attributed to the scarcity of available homes, the influence of super senior demographic, particularly, you know, those baby boomers. Oh, isn't there like a okay boomer? Like, do you remember that trend? But Ultimately, these factors have all created a competitive environment where demand outweighs supplies, which leads to the rising prices and challenges for us, you know, prospective buyers. Now, another thing, another thing that's been fun um, is the housing prices, you know, have gone up because of low, a historic of low interest rates, right? Basically, borrowing money to buy a house has become more affordable. So when interest rates are low, it means that you don't have to pay as much in interest when you take out a mortgage. So more people can afford to buy homes and that pushes up the demand even more. It's like when your favorite store has a huge sale and suddenly everyone is rushing in to buy the things that because they're cheaper. But as you have probably seen in the Canadian interest rate market is that it has started to creep up. The interest rates has started to creep up to create a little bit more of a supply. So you know, when you put all these factors together, high demand, historic of low interest rates, you've got a recipe for like soaring housing prices. It's like a perfect storm that's out there making it tougher for people like you know us, millennials, younger millennials, Gen Z, those who are trying to find an affordable place to call home. Home ownership, it does. It's a significant milestone for many Canadians, but it can also feel like very daunting. It can be overwhelming, especially in a competitive market. Like people are going in like no conditions, like it's, it's overwhelming. So let's just start with the basics on how to get into the Canadian housing market. Like these are tried and true things that you can do to get yourself into the Canadian housing market. So step one, we say it all the time, determine a budget. Take a close look at your financial situation to understand how much you can afford to spend on housing. Consider factors like income, existing debts, and a potential down payment, how you're going to save for that. Because step two is saving for that down payment. You should be aiming to save at least 20% of the purchase price to avoid mortgage loan insurance. However, that may seem inevitable, but if you're shooting high, you can maybe land in between the 5 to 20%. Explore different saving strategies, set up automatic contributions, a dedicated savings account. You can take advantage of the Canadian home incentive plans that are out there, which we'll chat more about. But, you know, get yourself on a savings plan for that down payment. Research your options. Step three, research, research, research. Familiarize yourself with the different types of properties available in your desired location, such as a detached house, townhouse, condo. Each option has its pros and cons, so choose based on your needs and financial capabilities. Sometimes you need to start small. Maybe you start with a condo, get yourself into the housing market, and then from there, move forward into different types of housing. Step four, get pre-approved for a mortgage. Consult with different lenders to determine the mortgage amount you qualify for. By having a pre-approval letter in hand, one, gives you an advantage when making an offer on a property, and two, 
gives you a plan. It tells you what you can afford, what you need to do to take steps to save for that down payment. Because if you don't know kind of what you're working with, it's hard to create a plan around it. And that's it. Congratulations. You've made it into the housing market. Just kidding. Just, I'm kidding. If only it was that easy. Because like realistically, millennials, Gen Z, it feels like it's sometimes impossible to get in there. So I have a little joke for you. Why did the millennial decide to become a professional house guest? Because they realized that was the only way they could afford a house was by staying in other people's homes. Ha, <laughs> just kidding. I know, I know this is no joking matter because really the impact of affordability is like a crisis on millennials and like their millennial adult life. And that's one of the main things that seems to make adulting so hard. Now, the current economic climate in Canada really has created a significant challenge for millennials when it comes to affording housing. Skyrocketing housing costs, many young adults do find themselves trapped in like the seemingly endless cycle of renting. The dream of owning a home once a traditional milestone of adulthood kind of seems a little bit out of reach, even though your renting costs are probably the same as what a mortgage would be, if not more. And as millennials struggle to save enough money for a down payment, their ability to enter the housing market really diminishes. So this situation not only affects like your immediate living conditions, but kind of like your long-term consequences in your adult life, because you're maybe entering into it as a delayed point. So if you're feeling like this, know you're not alone. And there are a few ways that the affordability crisis has really been impacting millennials. So, you know, delayed home ownership with housing prices rising faster than incomes. It has become extremely difficult for millennials to accumulate enough savings for a down payment. You know, and as a result of this, they are forced to postpone their plans of becoming homeowners, putting their dreams of stability and building equity on hold. Financial stress. The high cost of housing often leaves millennials with a significant portion of their income going towards rent, right? Leaving room, little room for saving or investing in other areas. This financial strain can lead to increased stress and anxiety about your future prospects because you feel like you're, you're in this never ending cycle because, you know, you're paying for rent. You can't get ahead. And you're, how are you ever going to save for this down payment? This all like results in postponed life milestones. The inability to afford housing has the domino effect on other important milestones. Many millennials really do find themselves postponing major decisions like starting a family as they lack financial stability and suitable living conditions to accommodate such changes. And this can impact personal and family planning goals. Sometimes, you know what, there's been limited career choice options. In an attempt to cope with the rising housing costs, millennials may be forced to prioritize higher paying jobs over the passions or long-term career aspirations. The need to secure higher income to afford housing often has taken precedence over other considerations, leading to potential mismatch between personal fulfillment and professional pursuits. And I feel like as the millennial demographic, we do try to do a good balance between the two of personal fulfillment and professional pursuits. But sometimes, you know, the higher paying job outweighs because we want to move forward with life, right? The reduced economic mobility, the inability to enter the housing market can create a sense of stagnation and hinder millennials' 
ability to build wealth over time, right? Homeownership has historically been an avenue for intergenerational wealth transfer, allowing individuals to build equity and improve their financial standing. Without this opportunity, millennials are facing challenges in achieving the same level of economic stability or economic mobility as previous generations did. Okay, that was a lot of info, right? I don't want this to be like doom and gloom over here. And sometimes it's important to just understand the factors that are at play and know that you aren't alone in this climb to move forward. So obviously, naturally, I'm going to give you some steps you can take towards getting into the housing market. We kind of chatted about them, but you know, creating that realistic budget and savings plan by really assessing your current financial situation and creating that budget allows you to save towards the down payment. Take a closer look at income, expenses, spending habits. I know we chat about it every time, but these are the foundations that will help you move forward. Identify areas where you can cut back and allocate those savings towards your housing goals. And I know you can cut back somewhere. Set specific targets and timelines for saving and consider automating your savings by setting up a dedicated account or utilizing the apps that round up your purchases and save that spare change anywhere you can. Explore government programs and incentives. Reach and Research and take advantage of any government programs or incentives available for first-time home buyers. In Canada, programs such as the first-time home buyer incentive and the home buyer's plan can provide financial support and assistance with down payments. Familiarize yourself with the eligibility criteria application process and potential benefits of these programs. Additionally, there are some provinces that may offer additional programs or tax incentives. So check with local housing authorities for any regional assistance options. Maybe you need to consider alternative housing options. Given the rising cost of traditional homeownership, it's worth exploring alternative housing options that can provide a more affordable entry point into the market. This can include co ownership arrangements with friends or family members, shared equity programs, or cooperative housing. Research different housing models and organizations in your area that promote affordable home ownership options. These alternatives may provide an opportunity to build equity and establish a foothold into the housing market without the same financial burden as buying a standalone property. And remember, the housing market can be complex and competitive, so it's crucial to do your thorough research, seek professional advice when needed, stay informed about market trends and developments, and patience and persistence, I promise, is is key as you work towards your goal of entering the housing market. Now, we're going to switch gears here, okay? And we're going to give you, because there are some that are in the housing market that are feeling like, oh my God, now what do I do? I'm in the housing market and all these things are still affecting me. So we're going to talk about how we can make the most of your housing situation. So one, pay down your mortgage faster. Did you know that there's options to do that? There are several strategies to consider. And I know like sometimes when you're in like the housing market and you're like, oh, sure, I'm just going to refinance because I want to do this and this and this. Like sometimes you just need to take a step back and be like, maybe if I just focus on how to pay my mortgage down faster, I will have more opportunity in the future to do all the things that we want to do. So how do we do that? Make bi-weekly or accelerated payments. By making payments more frequently, you can reduce the overall interest paid over the life of the mortgage. Did you know that? 
increase your regular payments. Even a small increase can make a significant impact on the principal balance and shorten the repayment periods. Let's say instead of it taking you 25 years, maybe it's only going to take you 20. Consider lump sum payments, whether you receive unexpected funds or maybe you get a bonus or your tax refund, put it towards your mortgage principal to decrease your debt. I know it seems like, oh, I'll just pay this over 25 years, but if you can accelerate and pay down your mortgage faster, do it. Okay, step two, build home equity. As you make mortgage payments, your home equity grows. You can leverage this equity for other financial goals, such as renovations, education, investment opportunities, right? So let's say you work at paying down your mortgage quicker, you build some equity faster, then you can create a plan and maybe you want to purchase an investment property and you can use the equity in your home to do so. So you're setting yourself up for financial success, right? Because you're now building another revenue of income for yourself. Step three, what you need to know about your housing situation is weathering the interest rate market. Interest rates play a significant role in your housing costs. So you need to learn about how to navigate this changing interest rate world we're living in. Number one, one thing to do, keep an eye on the market. Stay informed about interest rate trends and economic indicators to anticipate potential changes. You know, sometimes it's like follow follow your financial institution on social media because I bet you that they post this information. You don't even have to go digging for it. Cough, cough, follow Tandia. Just kidding. But please do. Anyways, consider fixed or variable rate mortgages. Fixed rate mortgages offer stability where variable rate mortgages fluctuate with market conditions. So choose the option that aligns with your risk tolerance and financial goals. Also, you know, maybe you don't deal well with interest rate markets increasing and you're in a variable rate mortgage, which means your mortgage payment will increase. So maybe that's not for you. So Consider these factors, keep an eye on the market, and consult with a broker or an advisor. These professionals can provide expert guidance on finding the best mortgage terms and navigating the interest rate fluctuations for you. That's what is key, is understanding what is best for you, because everyone's financial situation, risk tolerance is all personal. It's all about you. Now, maximizing your housing situation obviously goes beyond the mortgage. So there are a few additional tips to consider when you're talking about your housing situation. Regularly review your homeowner's insurance coverage to ensure that it adequately protects your property and belongings. My husband got mad at me because I left the garage door open for like a couple of hours, not even overnight. And I made, and you know, he, he's concerned about his golf clubs, but he made a joke like, what about my clubs? And I'm like, it's fine. It's insurance. Obviously I'm not, I'm not just banking on insurance, but he didn't even realize that like, you know, the property that's included in our garage, like his golf clubs is under our homeowner's insurance coverage. So you know, maybe it's time to review. Maybe you've gotten some extra things that you are wanting to put under your insurance coverage. Maintain your home by budgeting for repairs and regular upkeep. Proactive maintenance can prevent more significant expenses down the line. And explore, you know, energy efficient upgrades. Investing in energy saving appliances or home improvements not only reduces your environmental impact, but it can also save you money on your utility bills. Remember, 
The Canadian housing market is dynamic and ever-changing, so stay informed, adapt to market conditions, and regularly reassess your financial goals to make sure you are making the most out of your housing situation. Whether you're in the market, the housing market, or you're trying to get in, it's always best to stay informed and revisit your plan. So that's it for today's episode of The Home Front, you know, The Home Front episode. I hope you found this information valuable as you navigate the Canadian housing market. And like Miley said in her song, The Climb, life's financial journey is an uphill battle. Just as she sings about facing challenges and staying strong, our financial situations often require resilience and determination. Sometimes it may feel like we're climbing an insurmountable mountain of bills, debts, or unexpected expenses. But just as Miley says, right? There's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. But like that song? Guy, like we can find the motivation to conquer our financial obstacles. Each hurdle we face is an opportunity for growth and progress. It's the climb. Similar to Miley's metaphor, like, you know, our financial journey is not about reaching the summit overnight. It's about taking one step at a time, making wise decisions, and staying focused on our goals. Sometimes we may stumble, but as she sings, you know, Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. So I'm not going to subject you to more of that. But in our financial situations, let's embrace the challenges and setbacks as opportunities for personal financial growth. Let's keep pushing forward, knowing that determination and perseverance, we can overcome any financial mountain that stands in our way. We can find the strength to rise above and reach new heights on our own unique climb to financial success. Remember at Tandia Financial Credit Union, we have your back on this financial journey, whether it's providing helpful resources, offering personalized financial advice, or supporting your goals. We're here to assist you every step of the way. No more feeling overwhelmed or confused about money matters. We've got your back. Continue to tune in to Tandia Talks Money Podcast Season 1 and embark on our financial adventure with us. Let's laugh learn, enjoy my singing, and grow together as we navigate the ups and downs of adulting with confidence and ease. Subscribe now and get ready to embrace your financial future because with Tandia, adulting might be hard, but we've got you covered every step of the way. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you. Tandia.